You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. I'm Deacon Dan Goshi along with Father Anthony Craig. I've circled your name on the document so that I can say it correctly each time now. <laughs> uh, he is the uh, the pastor here at St. Joseph Church in Crosby, Minnesota, and also Our Lady of Fatima in Garrison. I'm, I'm one of his top ten deacons. He's only got three, but uh, um, I was in the top five, but after the last segment, I'm, I'm, I'm still in the top ten, so that's good. But we have uh, another guest with us, uh, Father, and you, do you know Teresa? I do not. Teresa Kenny. Uh, Teresa, hello. Hello. How are you today? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Well, I am. You know what? I've got a little bit of a hangnail on my toe, um, but uh, you know, actually, I'm I'm doing just fine. That's why you were wincing. I don't understand that. <laughs> he was wincing. Well, when people like, ask, are you "How right? are you?" Do they really want to know? You know, I'm you know? I'm chafing a little bit at the elbows. It's dry. You know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, how much information do you want? <laughs> yeah, right. You asked. You know, this is what you get. Transparency. Teresa's wishing there was another set of hosts on this day that she's listening to being interview. Your reward will be great. Tell, tell, us a, <laughs> tell us a little bit about yourself, Teresa. Well, I'm the development director for Stella Mars Academy, which is the Catholic school located here in our beautiful Duluth city. Um, and I'm also a parent of two boys who attend the school. I have twin boys who are in sixth grade this year. Oh, wonderful. Twins? Yep. Double trouble. So uh-huh. as... As development director, what are your what are your duties? What are, what do you do? You know, I I really try to raise community awareness and support for the Catholic school here. So, um, you know, it's talking about the school and it's talking to volunteers and donors and supporters, um, and just trying to you know garner all of that love and attention and support that you know Catholic schools always need. So that's that's my main function that I do. Well, beautiful. Thank you for doing that. And uh, I understand that you, you've, you've got some uh, efforts going on to, to spread kindness this Christmas season. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. Um, I'm super excited about this because uh, I just found out that we our school community performed 736 acts of kindness so far. So wow. um, I was very, very happy to see that number this morning before I, I, I'm speaking with you. Um, so really what this was all about was, well, first of all, it was born out of necessity, the kindness project was, because we normally hold our, our largest service day of the year in the fall, which is called Sentinel Service Day, <clears throat> and we have all of our students go out and into the community and perform large uh, service acts. And obviously, because of the pandemic, we could not do that. We couldn't send students into nursing homes and do all the other things we normally do. Um, so we still wanted to have our families and children be able to have an opportunity to serve others. Um, so we put together, you know, uh, the kindness project. Um, we gave all of our families a kindness kit, and inside that kit were door hangers and stickers and cards. And we basically asked all of our students and families to go out into the community, whether it was with family members, neighbors, um, you know, uh, first responders, doing things for, you know, sending cards in the nursing homes. And um, we really hoped that it would sort of be this, you know, little um, grassroots effort to spread kindness throughout the community. And we weren't sure if our families would, you know, how much they would embrace it, but um, they really embraced it. (laughs) They went out and uh, delivered pies and Thanksgiving meals. We had a student who gathered up all of his allowance money and and put it into one of the kettles for the Salvation Army. Um, And we had, you know, students going out and shoveling all of their, their neighbors' 
driveways when it snowed and they just got very, very creative and we found out that our families, once they did one, they wanted to do another one and another one and, and the number just keeps picking up. So it's been a, a huge success for us. That's wonderful. Bring, spreading the kindness of Christ in the culture. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like it. Was, was, was there a, um, uh, any effort that, that you felt um, uh, that, that you needed to, to, to get the kids to understand the importance of kindness or, or, or what it is? I mean, was, was there uh, any prep work for that? You know, we had, our, we had all of our teachers speak to the children about kindness and why it's important. Um, and as you know, kindness is one of the fruits of the Holy Spirit. And so, um, and, and our, our mission at Salmar's Academy is to, you know, create lifelong learners who lead, love, and serve as Jesus taught. And so serving others, we do, we speak to the children a lot about serving others. Um, and so it's something they're very familiar with. We do service work throughout the entire year. Um, lots and lots of service projects throughout the entire year that our, that our teachers come up with and that we do also as a large school community. Um, so it's, you know, it's a topic that they're familiar with, but really what it's all about is trying to have our children have a wonderful experience, because if they have a wonderful experience, they're going to want to do that over and over and over again. So it certainly is a great motivator, um, so that they'll want to do those little small acts of mercy that they, that they can do, that a five-year-old can do or that a 10-year-old can do. Um, and if they feel good about that, then they're going to say, hey, I really enjoyed this. I'd, I'd like to do it again. And I, I witnessed that with my own boys because when I was explaining it to them, you know, I've got 12-year-old boys, and sometimes they kind of look at you like, boy, what do you want? What do you want me to do? You want me to go on <laughs> I never did that. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> never. Um, but I, I explained what we were doing, and they, you know, they were kind of like, oh, okay. Um, so they, you know, they're obedient boys, so they were willing to go along with it. But once we... Um, hit the first house that we were going to hit. We basically did a, a, a door knock and dash. You know, we rang the bell and then ran. Um, and they had such a great time doing it. And as we went through the day doing it, I could see that they were just getting more and more excited. And then pretty soon the phone calls and the texts were coming from, um, you know, people that we knew had, uh, that we were dropping things off for. And so they were calling my boys and thanking them for what they had done. And and by the end of the day, you know, Peter and David were looking at me going, can we do this tomorrow? Can we do this tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, my son Peter was just like, well, can we just go throw up all of Duluth and, and do this, you know? Yes. <laughs> and I said, well, you know, yeah, we can, <clears throat> not today, but we can we can continue to do it. And so I watched it with my own voice. You know, it was very, it's very contagious. Um, mm-hmm. And I knew that once they buy it and experience for themselves, and then they would want to do it again. And, that, and that's what we are seeing. And all of our families have been sending in um, emails to me saying, thank you so much for giving us this opportunity. And it was served as a wonderful um, a, a family thing that they could do as a family and then and talk about why it was important. So, um, so it was, it, it, it's been a huge success. Not, you know, needless to say. And, and, I, and I frankly see us doing it again next year. Even when we can hold Sentinel Service Day, um, I think we'll do the kindness project again. There's no reason not to. And it's something that uh, any of our listeners in any of our community um, can, can hear you talk about and, and imagine the, the joy that your children, you know, experienced in that. Imagine it for themselves. Yeah, that would feel good. Um, that might want to do something similar. So do you have any any practical um, 
uh, tips for people that are listening that are not not in this area but would 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 be interested in doing something? I mean, what what kinds of suggestions can you give to people? Oh my goodness! You know, the the great thing about doing um, an act of kindness is that it can be as big or as little as you as you want it to be, or that you need it to be. Um, one of the things that we taught our students is that kindness doesn't have to cost anything. Mm-hmm. You know, you can roll up someone's um, garbage cans. Um, just driving by, you can, you can roll them up. You can go and shovel a walk, and it's free. It doesn't have to cost anything. Or, you know, you can bake some treats, and you can drop them off. Um, we had students that also, you know, made cards. So you can fill out some cards and send them to the nursing homes because those residents, you know, they're missing that those connections right now. Um, and so it's very, very simple. It doesn't have to be complicated. Um, and if you have a passion for something, if you, you know, if you're a baker, do that. And, and, you know, bring it down to your local police station. Um, people are so receptive and they're so thankful. They are so very, very thankful. So it, it's, not, it's not complicated. It's just intentional. You just have to say to yourself, okay, you know what? I'm going to make a little plan and I'm going to, you know, start with one person. Start with one, one individual or one group of people that you um, desire to, to do something kind for and, and start there. And then... You know, you'll find yourself um, wanting to do it again and, and, you know, kind of adding on. And, you know, it's funny because I was even at the post office the other day and uh, there was a gal there who had forgotten her money. And before she could leave, I turned to her and I said, you know what, I'll pay for your postage. Don't go home. There was 20 people waiting in the vestibule. And I thought, this poor woman's going to go home and come back and then there's going to be 40 people waiting in the vestibule. Mm. And she said, well, you don't have to do this. I said, no, no, no. And then I looked at her and I said, you know what? My entire school is performing acts of kindness right now, so this fits right in with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it, you know, it's, it's contagious. It really is. Um, so, yes, I think that anybody can do this. Um, and, you know, if a five-year-old can do it, then surely any adult um, can do it. And it's great for teenagers, too, because we know that sometimes our teenagers need to get outside of their own brains and think about others. <laughs> mm. So, you know, if you can encourage a teenager to do that, um, you know, they're pretty creative and they come up with, with wonderful ideas all on their own. So that, that's what I would say to a listener. Start with something small and build. Yeah, I mean, and it does catch, like you said, it's contagious, the, the virus of kindness. Mm. <laughs> and addicting, too, hopefully. Totally. You know? And actually, you know, I was uh, listening to Fulton Sheen one time, and he said that there are two ways out of anxiety. One of them is um, to leave yourself open to impulses from above. But the other thing he said was to serve another. When you serve another, it actually pulls you out of anxious feelings and thoughts, and it pulls you out of anxiety in general. Um, so in this way, we're, we're keeping our kids from anxiety by giving them these, uh, you know, the focus of how to express kindness and to um, bring that to others so that they encounter kindness and, and encounter Christ, you know, a bit of truth, goodness, and beauty in, in that act. Uh, I think it's a great, praiseworthy um, effort there, Teresa. I'd say keep it going. Let it ride, you know. <laughs> Let it Thank ride. Thank you. I, it's not showing any sign of stopping, so um, I, I think we'll be doing this throughout the whole the entire Christmas season. Beautiful. I, 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 uh, Can eat, you do eat it in my neighborhood? <laughs> I mean, that'd be great. You know, just bring the crew down. Bring the crew down. Yeah, travel, travel. The traveling kindness troop. Six one nine. Here are the list of things I would like. <laughs> Even just a, a gesture of, of kindness, a kind word, you know, something like that can can go a long way. Uh, too. I was at the post office the other day, and I was in a hurry, and there was a fella in front of me, uh, elderly man in a walker, and. 
you know, I couldn't get around him. And I'm, oh, I need to get, you know. And then he turned to me and had a kind word for me. And it melted my heart. And I realized, you know, how, how impatient I was being. And, and I said to him, you know, have a good day. He said, oh, they're all good days. And I thought, oh, wow, beautiful, guy. beautiful. Yeah. It, so, it, 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 yeah, it really does have the power to transform. And, and I, you know, it has the power to transform others. And, and to your point, you know, it gives kids a heightened sense of well-being. And it tamps down any feelings that they might have of anxiousness or depression or, um, you know, this is a difficult time for everybody. And so mm-hmm. it, it makes you feel good as well as, as it makes others feel good. Teresa, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate that. Yeah, God thank bless you. Thank you so much. All right. Teresa Kenny from uh, Stella Maris Academy, the, de- the development uh, director there. I'm Deacon Dan Goshi along with Father Anthony Craig. And we'll be back to talk about, uh, well, I think we're going to uh, honor our priests when we come back to Real Presence Live. Capital idea. <laughs> this is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.